Hi, my dear. Welcome to She Feels Podcast, a journey into the mystery of the feminine. This is your host, Silvana Isasa, and I am a holistic life coach, feminine empowerment mentor, and spiritual student. This show is for women that are trying to connect more deeply with their divine feminine energy, want to cultivate authentic confidence, and explore themselves in depth. If you'd like to take action to help you with your self-discovery, you can find free resources and masterclasses at sylvanaisasa.com. And if you feel connected to my work and want to work with me one-on-one to cultivate more confidence from the inside out, express authentically, and embody love, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on social media and send me a DM. Welcome to my container. Hello, hello, my beauties. Welcome. So happy to have you here in this beautiful space and today I'm going to be answering an audience question and the question is what are some practices to connect with my feminine energy when work requires you to be in a masculine energy okay so let's dive in into this because I love this question I think that there is so much confusion and just so much back and forth going between what feminine and masculine energy is and it's true it is very complex because it's not something that just can be described like you have to keep into consideration from what perspective you're asking what's the level of depth that you want to dive into the masculine and feminine and is it on physical reality is it on energetic movement is it on you know like the collective there's there's just so many angles so i'm gonna go into what the feminine and masculine energies are and then how it actually applies to us in the very modern everyday life that we have like having to go to work having to do all the things and living in a world that is is more protective or more encouraging of masculine energy so this is kind of a paradox to ask like what are some practices to connect with feminine energy because fundamentally we need to remember that the feminine inner principle of receptivity is actually in the non-action, is in the receiving of the energy. Now, whenever we look at feminine expressions, that is the feminine essence using a masculine vehicle to express itself. So we're never really just in one or the other. The purest form of feminine receptivity is to just be sitting down, feeling your body, and just receiving everything in your environment, receiving life fully. Staying in that meditational space of just full receptivity, that is the purest form of feminine energy, which is being. So if you if you have the time to go do that and just live a life like that, then good for you. Send those good vibes our way. But for most of us, um, you know, we're dancing. We're dancing in between two energies, and as a woman, we're trying to really create space for the feminine because we know that that space is not really created by society so we have to we have to take take care of that and take ownership of that role of being okay the guardians of the feminine expression and creating the space to actually nurture that part of ourselves and you know from the perspective of being and doing we know that every time that we just are and we are being and we are receiving reality receiving maya observing everything that's happening we're in that pure state of feminine energy from the perspective of spirit and matter spirit 
is the masculine principle and matter is the feminine principle because the masculine is the height and the feminine is the depth. This also translates into light and love. Light is wisdom. Light is the awareness of what is present and love is the being of that thing, is the expression of everything that is. So light, our masculine, informs love, the feminine, of what it is. So whenever we experience a strong emotion, let's say we experience anger, the part of me that feels the anger, that is just feels the, the hot, like, burning sensation and the clenching of the heart and however it shows up that's just me experiencing that feminine emotion and as soon as I tell myself oh that's anger I am putting awareness into what that is I am understanding what that is my own wisdom and light is helping me understand that and that's a human way of doing it because in the way that it has the, the most, that is the least violent, I will say, is just to simply observe it and feel it and try to notice the judgments and the labels of the mind and just simply, you know, become, create a question of, ah, this, there is an emotion there. So just that label of, okay, there is an emotion there. It's our own wisdom illuminating our love, illuminating our expression. So how does all of this translate into creating a practice to connect with our feminine energy and understanding that light and wisdom is the masculine principle and love and all the expressions of love is the feminine principle, then we understand that in order for us to create feminine practices, we are in essence creating uh, practices of the embodiment of love. And the embodiment, the word says it itself, is to have them go through the body is to feel them through the body because the body is a feminine principle of depth, of matter. And some of the like, very simple tools that I've, that I've found, and I think the initiation to this type of work is to connect with your womb and with your cycle. Even if you are in your menopause, that you're still going through those cycles. You might not be bleeding, but that there is changes happening because we're lunar beings. And in our cycles and in understanding our own inner rhythm, we get to actually attune to the rhythm of life. The rhythm of life is not the rhythm of society. It's not the go, go, go that we're so used to. That is a you know, that is a very fully masculine-oriented linear way of living. And it doesn't really serve us. It doesn't nurture life. It doesn't respect the winter seasons of humanity, of people, of the planet. So because of that, we have to create the space with a lot of intention into our lives to start bringing back that energy into the world. And it's not that, well, if the world changes and I can you know, harness my feminine energy, it's, it's the other way around. It begins with us and it begins in the challenge of knowing that if you are on your moon and it's the first day of your moon and you have a lot of pain and you're feeling really moody and sensitive and open and there's just so much purging happening that you're not giving a day of work, but you can ask for it. You see, you can make space. You can say, like, I'm not feeling well, I'm not going to work today. And that's, that's just, that's, you know, that's a way of creating that space of saying, okay, I need, to, I need to be with my womb. 
Of course, the mind has all these fears, but I can't. But then I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get fired. And then this is going to happen. And, and, that's, and that's your spiritual work. That is your, you know, that, that's, where, that's why we meditate. That's why we do what we do to connect with spirit is so we can just witness all those fears, but not believe the lies of the mind, the lies of the programs that we so deeply have. And whenever we're able to stay in that place of, of receptivity and, and observing the fears of the mind and we honor the body and we honor the cycle, we're creating space for our own feminine mystery. There is something so absolutely magical about our moon cycles that, you know, you hear about it, it's like, yeah, it's magical. And you're like, uh-huh, it's magical. But the thing is like, you don't know until you know. You don't know what's there until you've taken the dive to really understand and connect with that part of womanhood, to really understand what, what is the magic of this, of this season that we go through every single month. And whenever we connect to that energy of the womb, to the energy of the moon cycle and the release that happens then, we really get to notice the different um, flavors of a woman's moon. So we get to notice that on the first day, there is a lot of shedding that happens based on like whatever we felt on the month that was in process. We notice that on the second day, it's more like our relationships and our partnerships that are coming to to light so there's there's all these different flavors that we can get to understand whenever we connect and put our awareness and attention into our moon cycle and that initiation is extremely crucial for a woman's life to actually be able to reclaim that that feminine wisdom it's like telling the body hey i'm here i'm ready to listen to you give me your wisdom i know i wasn't listening before but now i'm ready and after that initiation then the other practices to connect with our feminine energy actually become a lot easier i'll give you two more very practical practices as well so you can kind of incorporate them but please keep in mind that connecting with your womb and building and healing the relationship between your cycle and yourself is the number one step that you can do to actually embody feminine practices. Like this is, this is a non-negotiable because this is the key to unlock the mysteries of your body, which is the mysteries of the feminine, the mysteries of depth. Um, another practice that I would love to recommend is to Allow yourself to connect with your emotions and then move them through the body. So, for example, if I am feeling sadness and I want to and I connect with that sadness, instead of just feeling it and letting it just be an experience that I have internally, I invite you to tell your sadness, let me see you in movement. How does sadness move? And maybe it moves by by covering the face or, or covering the body in you know like in itself and maybe it moves in a very slow heavy way but whenever we allow ourselves to connect with our emotional nature and use our body as a vehicle to move that energy this is a feminine practice because remember that whenever we're talking about emotion versus mind Emotion is the feminine principle and then mind is the masculine principle. So 
in connecting with the emotion and creating space for the emotion to move, we are actually creating more internal space for that feminine principle of your emotional nature. And that creates also a lot of safety. And then your emotions realize that you are a safe vessel. Your heart, is, is, it creates safety for that. And lastly, uh, another practice that I love to do is to do meditations where I'm creating space. So this is one of those very subtle things because whenever, whenever I'm feeling a lot of emotion and it's very overwhelming, what tends to happen is that our mind tells us, oh, we need to move this emotion. We need to release it, transmute it. You know, like we know that. But what is really needed for everything to feel welcome by us, for reality, our inner world to feel safe in our being, is to have this space to exist. So it's not that you just want to eradicate anger or sadness or despair from your life. It's that you want to learn how to feel that and to have enough spaciousness within yourself to feel those emotions and at the same time hold space for more joy to come into your life. So you're not letting your mind tell you what's allowed and what's not allowed in physical reality. You're actually allowing everything that is arising to exist and there is space for that. So whenever I'm noticing that I have... um, an emotion that I want to escape or an emotion that doesn't feel pleasurable for me, what I do is that I breathe into it and I visualize myself, my internal being, creating more space, like the expanding universe. And in that space, I'm welcoming everything that is, everything that exists within my being, everything that is flourishing and it's alive in my heart in that moment. And in that practice, our inner feminine nature feels safe to create, to express, to be, to exist. So it's, it's, it's like giving something that's very big and explosive, like a big space where it's no longer explosive because there's so much room to move that it doesn't, it doesn't hit any walls. There's just enough space for whatever it is to be present. And Whenever we do this and we, you know, we, we incorporate all the practices of okay, connecting with my womb and my physical body, moving my emotions through my body and creating space for them, there's enough space for our feminine. And from that place, you can just ask yourself, what is it that my inner feminine needs right now to feel nourished? Now, how do we move all of this into work, into the actual, you know, the the corporate world that requires us to go and do and do and do and hustle and and just do all the things. And a beautiful practice that I love is to, is, is first a mindset shift. It's very easy to get caught up in the like, this isn't fair, like we're like in a modern day slavery of working and things that we don't love and, and the world is just set up in a way that we all get burned out and it's very easy to get into that narrative because it's true. From, so, from one perspective, this is actually very true and real, but you also have to empower yourself to choose and know what is it that you want to believe about your life and about yourself. And if we are indulging in that narrative, we're indulging the victim within ourselves. We're saying like, yes, I am a victim to society and reality. And because I'm a victim, there's nothing I can do. And you can choose that if you want to. But I want to invite you and empower you to choosing a higher perspective on the situations of your life. To say, okay, 
I have an opportunity to move and express and create, well, can I invite my inner masculine to actually serve my inner feminine? And what does my inner feminine want? For example, my inner feminine wants luxury and comfort and wants to have spaciousness and wants to enjoy food and wants to enjoy love and relationships. So what is it that needs to happen for me to create the physical manifestation of that in my life? And telling that from your inner feminine to your inner masculine and saying like, I would really love to have this and working and producing from the perspective of I am serving my inner feminine nature and I am taking care of my inner feminine nature. So it kind of flips the, the narrative where it's, it's by me, through me, for me, instead of like it's done to me by the world. And with a more empowering narrative and mindset shift, then we're able to actually show up differently in our lives. And at the end of the day, how do we know if we are in alignment is how we feel. If we feel expansive, if we feel love, if we feel, if we feel gratitude, then we're in alignment. If we're feeling fearful and constrictive and we feel like slaves and we feel victimized by all the things we have to do, then we're in an illusion. And what we do with the illusions is that we notice what are the feelings that want to come through and then we correct the misperception that we have about reality and about what's going on in our lives. So from that place is asking your inner feminine, how can I serve you today? How can I show up for you in this work? And doing everything in your life with that intention of, I am doing this for the feminine in me and taking care of the feminine within you by creating all the spaciousness so you can actually feel your emotions. And that might take courage because let's say that you do decide to say, okay, I need some time of work and there might be the fear around that. Then you have to have the courage to say, I'm willing to stand by my needs and trust life and trust my body and trust spirit that if this need is present and if I fulfill this need, it's going to be for my highest good. It requires a great deal of, of faith and of courage to honor the needs of our body, to honor the needs of our emotions, to honor the needs of our heart. Because we live in a world where it's like, no, don't feel that, don't do that, just move on, keep working, keep doing your thing. So we have to create space for that part of ourselves. And that is devotion. And devotion, it's such a beautiful feminine art. It's the is that unconditional love we have for divinity and, and creation. And if we devote ourselves to love, if we surrender to love, we automatically find, our, find ourselves in our being, in our feminine, in our receptivity. So I hope that these practices help you connect more with that feminine energy and you're able to bring them into your work. So everything is integrated because it's not work and personal life. It's like all everything is life. Everything is life. And you have to take yourself everywhere. So don't abandon yourself. Keep honoring that truth of your heart, that truth of your body. Stay connected to that and learn to listen to the whispers that your inner feminine nature wants to communicate with you. All right, I hope you have a beautiful week. If you want to submit your questions, you can do so on my website at sylvanaisasa.com forward slash podcast. 
um, or just send me your question through social media and then I'll be sure to answer it in the next few weeks episodes. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of She Feels. If you would like to submit your questions, please go to silvanaisasa.com forward slash podcast to do so. I send you all my love and remember that you are whole, beautiful, and powerful. See you next time.